Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. And welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and this is typically a drinking podcast where I have my friends on, they choose a drink, and we chat about life. But this week, it was a caffeinated cast, and we drank coffee, lots of coffee. But of course, that does not take away from it at all, because this week, I have an amazing guest lined up for you guys. This one was a long time in coming, and after a lot of creeping on social media, I finally reached out to somebody that uh, I think is a up-and-coming talent on the makeup scene, and that is Ashley McDonald. Ashley is a self-taught makeup artist, and she has an amazing Instagram account, which I will be sure to link to, and she also does Twitch streams of makeup looks. What I love about Ashley is her versatility. She does a lot of neutral looks, which are more based towards sort of an everyday makeup person. But she really shines and comes through in her special effects makeup. Now, obviously, I'm going to encourage you right off the top of the show to look her up because her Instagram is amazing. You really never know what you're going to get when you um, see one of Ashley's posts pop up. But she is incredibly talented. She's an absolute sweetheart. She has a lot of knowledge. And I wanted to do a podcast about makeup because I love makeup too. I'm pretty obsessed and I love talking about it and I think it's something actually a lot of people want to hear about. And another thing I love about Ashley is she speaks very open and honestly about mental health. And so more than likely she will come back on and we will have a talk that's not about makeup and we will talk about some more serious stuff because this girl got a lot to say and a lot of experience to speak to. So I really love that about Ashley's Instagram I love that she's using her platform to talk about issues that are really important. So Ashley joined me for some coffee um, for an afternoon podcast recently, and I had an absolute blast. Now, this episode is going to be a two-parter. First part here is going to be kind of general makeup talk, talking to Ashley, getting some tips and tricks, learning about how she got into it all, what inspires her and just really just gushing over makeup. Um, The second part is a longer part, and that's when we're going to get into specific products for every type of makeup. And that one, like, let me tell you, if you're a makeup person, you are going to want to make sure that you listen to part two. Just a small warning on this episode, I did get some new podcast equipment recently, some mic arms, because I'm trying to be fancy and I'm trying to up my game. Turns out that there is some wobbling sounds that you can hear through this episode, and we did have makeup all over the table, so there was a lot of product and stuff going on on the table, and a lot of that did pick up on the episode. It's not that bad, but I just wanted to warn you guys, just let you know that I am aware of it, and obviously, it's never going to happen again. That's what podcasting is all about, people. It's about trial and error and learning from your mistakes. So from this point on, expect no more T-Rex footsteps in the background. So do make sure that you do check out Ashley's Instagram. I'll be sure to link to it. It is AshleyMcDonald14, and that's Ashley spelled A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H, and McDonald, M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D, 14. So that's her Instagram, and her Twitch channel is just twitch.tv slash AshleyLeeAnn. Do make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find podcasts. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, leave a rating or review on iTunes. That would very much so help us out. 
You can follow the podcast on social media. That's Intoxicated Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Twitter is in underscore toxicated. Email any feedback you'd like to intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check out the blog post with both of these episodes, so both parts, you can go to our website at intoxicatedpodcast.com. All that being said, I'm going to get to the first part of my episode with Ashley McDonald. Guys, welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. And this time, we're not drinking, but we are drinking coffee. This is a this is a caffeinated cast. I think I should start start as a series. Do like morning podcasts and make it like caffeinated cast. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm here with Ashley McDonald. Say hey. hi. What's up, everyone? Yay! So this is a long time in the making. So here's the story behind this. So I mean, you're going to hear it in the intro, but we're talking about makeup today, and I'm here with a makeup expert. I'm calling you an expert, and I I don't care if you don't agree. You're an expert. Um, so you are you're an Instagrammer. You're a self taught makeup artist. Yeah, makeup yeah. artist. Special makeup effects, artist. I'd say. Hundred percent. Where I spend most of my my time. My uh. Area. And your energy you do you do a lot of special effects stuff. Yeah. And yeah. you're self taught. So you taught yourself how to do all of this. hundred percent. It's crazy. All from YouTube videos and just watching other people do it online mm-hmm. and just putting myself into the makeup community. Yes. Which is which is huge. So I actually stalked Ashley for a long time. <laughs> you know, that sounds um, weird. Never. It makes me really happy. So so here's here's how it happened. And this is gonna be creepy. Hopefully she doesn't run away. But uh, but my friend my friend Kurt w- knows I love makeup, and he's like, you should follow Ashley because um, he you used to work with you. And yeah. he's like, she does makeup stuff, and she's local. And I was like, um, hell yeah, I will, because I follow all of the you know the YouTubers, like any makeup person that's really on Instagram, because that's just. I'm just obsessed. Like, I can just scroll for days uh, looking at makeup looks. And they're all, like, you know, in the States. They're all so far away. And so you never think, like, that they're accessible in any way at all. You know what I mean? Other than maybe tweeting at them every yeah. now and then and getting a response or 100%. or something. So hearing that, like, someone was doing this, like, in Halifax, I was like, that is so cool. And so I totally started following you and stalking you. And, and like, I remember being like, I'm going to eventually ask her to come on. I'm going to eventually ask her to come on. And eventually, I was just like, "I'm just gonna do it. I don't care. I'm just gonna send the message." Oh, I'm so glad you this, did. This I'm person, so glad. this person that I don't know. Uh, hey, you want to come on and, and talk? <laughs> like, <laughs> and I just did it, and and here she is. And we we we've kind of rescheduled a bunch, but finally, we're getting together. Uh, and it's it feels it feels good because I'm gonna be real selfish and talk about makeup for a long time and I don't care what you think because <laughs> this is something I love so I'm so excited to talk about it with you oh I'm so glad to be here with someone else that's also just as passionate about makeup this yeah. is so exciting it, it's wait. really really cool right so yeah so what I want to know is how you got into makeup like when in your life oh we should say we're drinking coffee so this is not totally so we're gonna do a cheers this is not a totally uh Influence-free podcast. We are influenced by caffeine. All the caffeination. Yeah, it's a caffeine. Is that a cast. word? Caffeination. Ca- caffeination. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it isn't, we're gonna make it one. So. <laughs> yes. But how did you get into makeup? Because like, um, everyone has different stages in their life where I think they really got into it or they really embraced it. So when was it? Yeah. For me? So for me, I was always 
Well, you wouldn't know by looking at me now, but I was a tomboy. All of my friends growing up were guys. I I was a tomboy. <laughs> There's no yeah. other way to explain it. I didn't like makeup. I was scared of makeup. Um, but then I started watching YouTube videos. And mm. the first thing I saw was make because the makeup community on youtube is unreal it's huge it's in your face it's just there and i was like holy shit like this looks fun yeah i I saw um the very first thing that i tried makeup related was okay so you know the movie black swan yes um so i tried to do black swan makeup and i sent a picture to my friend i must have been 16 years old at this point like it took me a while to really get into it um and I sent a picture and she was like, nope, that's ridiculous. You look so silly. And just like called me out completely on it. Oh my God. That's a bad friend. I know. I know. Positive reinforcement. Come on. But I guess honesty too. On, well, I it's know. Important. I feel the honesty. <laughs> but I don't know. Whatever it was, that comment really just like lit a fire in me. And I was like, <sighs> I love makeup now. So I started getting more into it. I started kind of diversify mm-hmm. my products and stuff. I took a trip to Sephora and was right. like, holy shit, I can spend all of my money here. It's a whole new world it's a when you whole walk new in there. World. It's crazy. But it's hard for me to think about life before Sephora. Honestly, like when like it was drugstore and Mac. Drugstore and Mac, hundred percent. Which isn't a bad thing. Lots no, of, God lots of no. Great products from both of those. God places. no, but um, but no. I went to Sephora. I picked up the Naked Palette, and that's when the obsession began. Is that where it starts for everybody? I, I feel like so. the Naked Palettes are like where it starts for everybody because it's the same thing with me. I got the Naked Two. Ooh. That was mine. Like everyone was all it. about the naked one, um, and I, I think I was using a lot of Mac shadows at when I started getting into makeup. See, I didn't yeah. have a huge selection when I first started. Well, I mean, nobody does when they first started getting no. in. But I wanted something with a bunch of colors in one, and I thought, you know what, this is a good step because yes. naked is neutral. Yeah, Na- naked is neutral. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, um, it's totally all neutral. the nudes, and I mean, they only had three matte shades in it got into the the naked palette and i it, that's really where it took off for me and then a couple of years later i moved out of my mom's house um and in with a friend and she was makeup obsessed she had been since she was i don't know seven eight like she oh, wow really obsessed yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and she showed me like a whole new world like i thought i knew the online community with makeup and YouTube. No, there is this whole other world. We started getting into Instagram and just seeing it like that in your face. Uh Um, And she was really, really into special effects makeup. Mm -hmm. And then that's where it really began. We started doing looks together. We started just experimenting. Like it was a thing for us to go out every couple of nights to buy new products. And it was even if only one of us was buying the product, we were just like sharing. You'd play with it together. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Which is kind of better in a way because you're saving money. 100%. 100%. <laughs> 100%. It's good to have a, a partner in crime with that. Right? But yeah, no, it just, it kind of took off from there. And then it kind of died down a little bit. I got more into like the beauty side. I didn't right. do anything like, it was more of like a, a Halloween thing for the other makeup, like right. special effects kind of thing. Um, it died down a little bit. And then a couple of years passed and I was like sitting in my room one day and I really was just like feeling my spotty senses and was like I want to do Spider-Man makeup I don't know where it came from it just came over me out of nowhere I didn't have any face paints at the time because I had gotten rid of all of my old Halloween junk um and I had these like Carib Arthello um pastel crayon things they were like a pastel a cross between a pastel and a colored pencil I don't know oh cool correct name for them yeah yeah yeah. um I used them on my face I wouldn't recommend that now but (laughs) I used them on my face yeah Um, you gotta do with what you got 
right? And yeah. so I just, I don't know, I like to say my spidey senses were tingling. That's and hilarious. That's really that's amazing. <laughs> Literally. And then you did Spider-Man makeup. That's so Yeah. So that's that's pretty much where it began for me. And then since then, um, what had happened is I ended up posting the picture online. I got a lot of feedback from that one Spider-Man face paint, crown paint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and... Yeah, that it just, I don't know, I, I kept posting and I kept sharing and I kept getting messages saying, oh, like, this is really inspiring to me. And I've tried this look too. And people right. were showing me their looks and stuff. And I thought, oh my God, like, maybe I'm just like the teeniest on social media, but like, I'm still making a little bit of a difference. And, and if it you're really getting, fueled that fire. If you're getting comments from people, you're doing something. Like, that's the thing. It's, social media is so ADD. For someone to take the time yeah. to see what you're doing and comment on it and be like, "Good job!" Like, holy crap! Yeah, that must be that must like feel so good. Oh my gosh! You know? Yes, hundred percent. I can't even lie. It just feels perfect. And so, how did you grow your following? Like, was like, what would you account for? Like, was it hashtags? Like, do you think the hashtags were bringing people to your I pictures? Think so the hashtags yeah. more so, I'd say actually. Um, engaging in the community myself and commenting right. on other people's things and so I guess just making friends and then friends would show me to their friend. I mean like you heard about yeah. me from a friend right so exactly. um word of mouth word of mouth word yeah. of mouth and and you nailed it engagement like you cannot expect engagement if you don't give it 100 percent. and so like that's why it's important like if you are someone who's starting something whether that be anything um anything you're creating like you need to find like-minded people and engage with them, like their yeah. stuff, comment, they will start seeing your name. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I eventually be like, oh, what's she doing? A hundred percent. And a lot of like my inspiration I had pulled from bigger artists and stuff. And I would comment, you know, this is where I got my inspiration from. And that would kind of create the conversation there too. And that right. really was really helpful for me with growing the following. I so mean, cool. definitely with the following though, I try really hard not to focus too much on it because yeah. it does definitely pull you back oh yeah and it sometimes limits your creativity in a way where you're just like you feel almost obliged to pump things out right and i i don't know sometimes i try to pull back from it because i definitely see the following fluctuate i've seen it go up i've seen it go down up and down up and down right it just it definitely constantly has been growing Uh but but definitely watching for that up and down and trying not to feel too discouraged by it and just kind of limit yourself from that to stay in that realm of passion with the makeup 100% because if you're not feeling it and you try to force yourself it's going to show through 100% like and you'll probably agree you you watch all the same people I do on YouTube like they do videos sometimes where they're just like listen like I'm just not feeling it and like they still do and they'll address it in like later videos being like I'm I just like was in a funk and yeah these YouTubers almost like with YouTube especially it's like it's almost like they have to put stuff out every week oh my gosh because they're living on this money which is crazy to me. Oh my gosh. It's crazy to me that you could make a living off of YouTube. Right? And especially for someone like you where you've been like kind of following this community for a while. Like, yeah. for example, Jeffree Star watching yeah. his come up. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Like Crazy, right? What? Just absolutely bizarre. And like, you Jeff know. Jeff Hill used to work right? at, used to work at Mac, used to make videos in her kitchen, used to talk about how her and John were so broke that they were like living on McDonald's. And And now she's in this fancy house with a swimming pool and (laughs) she has four dogs and like Jacqueline Hill is like probably my favorite. Who's, who do you think your 
favorite is or who are the people you really really I, like I have two and I kind of divvied it between special effects face mm. paint that realm and then more of like the beauty realm I'd say my app well for the beauty realm it's it's even two there Shan XO like Shannon yeah. Harris and then Carly Bible oh my yes, god yes Carly Bible do you have any of her stuff like her palettes that she put I out? don't no I don't yeah. and it's I wish I did it's this weird thing when you really really identify with and follow a YouTuber like you almost feel like you're friends with them 100% and whenever like they put out products like I got some of them here Nicole Guerrero and uh, Jocelyn Hill like like, I always feel like not that I have to buy them but I'm just like I want to support them because holy shit like these YouTubers are like doing collabs with huge brands now I know it's crazy like like, I'm really excited Um, do you know Christian Leanne no okay so she just recently I like for my middle name is Leanne so (gasps) I just like felt this instant connection based off of that which is silly but it's true yeah and um, anyway she recently did a collab with Urban Decay and it's a limited (gasps) edition oh I think I heard about this yes oh my gosh is it good I'm so excited I don't have it yet yet (laughs) do they have it like in person at Sephora yeah 100% I always like there's an orange color I forget the name oh my gosh it's to die for damn so getting into colors because that was my next question what do you think you gravitate to like okay and here's the thing I'm asking someone who is like the most versatile person on on with the makeup like (laughs) I will go on your Instagram and like you you do really nice like everyday looks and then it's like you know a a skull or like (laughs) like so it's it's funny for me asking you this because you do really crazy special effects makeup but like on a day-to-day basis what would you say is your favorite like color combo vibe that you like going for because you got beautiful brown eyes i definitely stick with neutrals yes me too i'm really really into the neutrals like i said when i got into the naked palette that just opened a world of neutrals for me and then yeah. i mean you have this sitting here this yeah, is modern renaissance palette the abh modern or abh yeah, the anastasia ABH, yeah. <laughs> really listen knows. if you're listening to this podcast you know what abh means <laughs> this, is, this is a good <laughs> this is true if you know makeup you'll know <laughs> but like i'd say i like the like yeah. pink colors like bon fresco oh mm. my gosh i could wear that every day yeah every single day and i just like to go something really neutral on the eyes and then i really kind of show through usually a pop of color on the lips lips, which i love Um, you love the lip colors oh my gosh see and that was like the big thing for me i besides the naked palette lipsticks was the Mm. other area which i'd say i kind of put a hold onto the foundation when i started and it was like eyeshadow and lipsticks yeah fun things (laughs) right because i was gonna say for me like when i started getting makeup i didn't wear foundation either because back then i had good skin (laughs) when i got into makeup it was like, you know, I would say like late high school. I would say maybe grade 10, 12, grade 10 or 12. And I would do just one color of eyeshadow on the lid. Usually it was blue. Don't know why. <laughs> blue eyeshadow is tough to make work. Um, and no eyeliner, maybe like a little bit of, I used to wear, this pains me to say, clear mascara. Clear mascara. There was, CoverGirl had a clear mascara that would just kind of give your lashes like a little boost, but no color whatsoever. That's interesting. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and I used to put it, I think my first foundation was a Revlon foundation and I used to put it on with my hands. I love that. I am guilty of that sometimes still to this day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes like if you're traveling or you're like, you forgot a brush or you forgot a sponge like well it's good and like the heat from your fingers i find really Mm. helps to blend it into the skin that's i mean you got to get up and wash your hands right away afterwards (laughs) you got foundation all over yeah (laughs) 
Yeah. But I, the heat from the fingers I find really pushes it in. Like sometimes I'm a little bit lazy with cleaning my beauty blender and I'll just, I shouldn't say beauty blender. I'm all about the real techniques blender. Oh, sponge. interesting. Love okay. Love it. It's a bit it's cheaper. A good, it is cheaper. Yeah. It is cheaper. And I find a lot of people will, will say they're either all for it or all against it. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just a skin type or what it is, but it really works for me. And I don't know, because I have that, and I definitely don't use it as much as my actual beauty blender, but you're so right. Like, it's $30 for a beauty blender. Like, oh my gosh. It's, it's so insane. expensive. And if you go on Amazon, you can get two real techniques blending sponges for, I think, 15 or 16 bucks, which is, mm. you get two of them. Yeah, hell yeah. Which so is- that's a good dupe for the, for anyone who wants to get into beauty blender. And essentially what it is, is it's just a egg-shaped sponge, <laughs> and because with foundation for me, like, I went from using my hand to using a brush, like, a flat paintbrush-looking brush, like, actually just painting it on my face. And then it's I like got, you know, the buffer one. brushes that were really better. And then I yeah. and then I went to sponges. And I think with foundation, I have not gone back. Like, I yeah. love a beauty sponge for applying foundation. I just feel like there's nothing better than that. Definitely the same way. I don't use brushes often. I actually, I did maybe a couple of weeks ago, I made a video on my mm. Instagram where I was using a brush and after I used the brush, I looked at it and was like, no, mm. no, no, I gotta yeah. get the sponge. <laughs> That's the thing. I usually apply it initially with a brush and then I'll go in with the beauty blender. Yeah, it just, it makes it look so much more flawless. Uh-huh. And another trick with the beauty blender is, I don't know, um, do you set your foundation? Yes. Okay. I'm an oily, oily, oily bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Like, me too. Like, it's, it, it, but also, um, I guess you could say I'm a combination because my cheeks don't get oily. It's just my T-zone. Depends on the time of the year for me. In the yeah. summer, super, super oily. In the fall, generally still pretty oily. Wow, Winter yeah. hits and it's just like, holy shit, you dry, girl. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so true. The winter, the winter air. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's just bad. But um, one thing that I did learn, and I'm trying to remember where I learned it, it was... Maybe makeup by Mario. Oh, okay, I love him. Kim's Kim Kardashian makeup artist. Yeah, um, he gave me this trick where after you apply your powder on top of your foundation, to take the beauty blender again and <gasps> yeah. push it back into the skin. I've heard about oh this. Oh my gosh, it, it makes such a difference. I did one like I tested it out one side of my face without doing it the second time with the sponge, and the ah. other side. The flawlessness, oh my god, it's just a whole other world. Interesting. Oh my god, I gotta start doing that more. Because I, I knew about that, and I, I always forget to do it. It's um, like that extra step. It is. What do you think is a makeup mistake a lot of people make? Because yeah, That's tough for me, and I get asked this quite often on my Twitch channel. Yeah. Um, and I, I find, see, for me, makeup is definitely more of an art. So yeah. Like I associate it more with art rather than trying to look a certain way I guess. and that's true and if you are more in the creative realm you probably abide by the there's no rules like just i mean this mm-hmm. is a girl who put li- liquid lipstick all over her face like <laughs> to, to get a look so you're probably yeah you're more but, open-minded in that sense but i definitely think brows Ooh, is a yeah. big struggle i mean for me that's definitely my struggle bus like brows i well and this morning, okay, so I've moved into a new beauty room, and mm-hmm. all of my products are kind of scattered. Um, so I actually applied my brows today with a lip brush. No way! Yeah, that's so, good. So I, I don't know. I, I, I was just trying to like show you guys and realize we're on a podcast. <laughs> oh my god! Right? Just picture it. But you, you, you have really natural brow. Like you do the natural brow look. Definitely more yeah. of a natural brow look, yeah. and. 
because I struggle with yeah. brows. Right. I'm not the best at it. I can't seem for the life of me to get them the right shape, whatever. Yeah. And so I think that was another part for me where I was like, you know what? Take a step back. It doesn't really matter 100% if they're perfect. No, perfect. Yeah. But, you know, there's there's definitely... Because when you try and make it look perfect, they look fake. Yeah. 100%. They're... they're What's the quote? Like that they're sisters, not twins or something? There's a quote about... Sisters, not twins. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, like one's going to... Yeah, you just got to kind of go with the... And I think when I started uh, actually getting my brows like threaded um, rather than waxed... How do you feel about that? It's painful? It is. It hurts more. But like, I mean, just deal with it. But the thing (laughs) is, is like, it's cheaper. Yeah. And it's better for my skin to get a thread because like the wax breaks me out and I'll get pimples around my friggin yeah. eyebrows but not to mention like a lot of people who do threading are usually Indian women and they have fucking beautiful brows and they know what they're doing yeah the only reason I know of that is my friend Sarah and she's Indian herself yeah and, uh, does she do threading yeah that's how I I've, I've never tried it myself, you should try it I've... so there's a place in the mall right now called Curves and it's okay. actually like a just a brow bar like they do waxing and threading Okay. You can get you can get a thread for eleven dollars. Wow, it's cheap. Even better, and maybe I'll even plug her in this. But there is an Indian woman here in in Halifax who does it out of her basement for five dollars. So I was gonna say that and must be where Sarah goes because it's funny her name's Sarah too. Yeah, <laughs> it must be. She's in the North End. Yeah, and she does it over a uh, basement, which I know it sounds sketchy, but I promise it's not. It's five dollars, and let me tell you, I give her ten because I'm just like. She's so quick. It's no time. Yeah. And so it's it's a little more painful than waxing, but it's still like a quick process. Like they just go. And you have awesome brows. So like, like I try. When you say sisters, not twins, yours are definitely twins. That's a lot of me filling them in to be twins. But I'm trying my best. I go for a bull brow, and I know that like. Not everyone likes that, but I like a bold brow. Bold brow. And if I feel like if I'm not wearing a lot of makeup, a bold brow and just some mascara, maybe a little bit of highlight just to pop out those cheekbones. Yes. yes. A little, like, just a, like, would just you? The teeniest amount. Oh, that's a good question. So, like, desert island situation. Like, let's say you're stranded mm-hmm. and you could only bring, let's say it's three products. Three makeup products. Three. What would you bring? That's a good one. Um, all right. So hard for me to pick three. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's see. It's tough, uh, right? Okay, so Nyx makes this micro brow pencil. She's like, I have it. I have it. Yes. Have it right here. Oh my God. It is such a good dupe for the Anastasia Brow Wiz. It's oh my amazing. God. And it's like half price. Yeah. It's amazing. So yeah. I would pick that because I find a pencil like that is the easiest way to fill in my brows. Uh-huh. Today I did them with powder and I don't like how they turned out as much as if I had have used my brow pencil. Right. Um, the next thing I would bring is definitely mascara. Um, so my all-time favorite mascara, it's Dior Iconic Overcurl Mascara. I love that oh stuff. Oh my god. I've gone through like, what, six of them? Six or seven? They are so good. So yeah. good. They're like 40 bucks. It's a bit pricey for mascara. But... But that, I mean, if you're going to a desert island, take your pricey mascara. 100%. 100%. If you're going to take a a mascara, take your best one. 100%. And then the next thing I would bring would be a highlight. Interesting. So you're like a brow, lash, and highlight girl. Yeah, 100%. That's kind of, like, if you were going on a day-to-day thing, like, just running out of the house. Brow, lash, Just got to throw something on. So I find your brow shape the face, the mascara really opens up 
the eyes. It just it just opens them up. It really, really does. Makes a difference. And then the highlight. See, see, I could I could do a cross between highlight or bronzer. Interesting. In between, but no foundation or concealer. No foundation. Or Interesting. Concealer. But but I'd probably pick highlight just because I want to glow. Like who yeah. doesn't want to glow? It's so, and yeah. And the benefit dandelion twinkle. Oh my gosh! Ooh. One the smell of it, you just smell so fresh. It's so perfect. Ah. And it just I have it on right now, and it's, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And you have gorgeous skin. See, this is why I think you didn't pick foundation because you you have really good skin. So you don't probably you probably don't I try. need <laughs> you don't need the foundation. You're still young, girl. You wait till your 30s. No, I'm just just joking. (laughs) I I won't scare you. But uh, it's weird because I would pick probably a foundation or a concealer. Um, I would probably pick, like, maybe maybe just a foundation because you can use that as a concealer. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of one of those. But then the other way around, like, I've used the Fit Me concealer as foundation before, admittedly. And I've heard of people using the Shape Tape. As a foundation. I was going to ask you if you've ever used that. I've never. Have you? No, not me either. I wrote it down just to... I really want to try it. I think I might order it for my birthday. I think you should. You should. Because it's kind of one of those things. Concealer to me is just because I I do have skin problems. So, like, even just adding that makes me feel a little bit better. And, And so Tarte Shape Tape, if you don't fucking know what Tarte Shape Tape is... You're living under a rock because it's <laughs> the only concealer anyone's talking about. It's like pretty much replaced. Like it used to be Nars Creamy Concealer. Yeah. And now it's just replaced it. And people, and there's now a Shape Tape Foundation apparently. I've heard of that. Yeah. That. So I would do concealer or foundation. And I would probably, maybe I would do brows too. I would maybe do a brow and maybe, oh, it's hard for me to pick eyeliner or mascara. But maybe, maybe mascara. Mascara. So we're the same on the brows and the mascara, but I would do yeah. foundation over highlight. Foundation. Because I'm oily and I, and I get a natural and highlight from all the oil. That, good. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. Um, so when when you think of an idea to do a look, what's your first step in trying to create that look that you get from your head? Like, do you just start playing with stuff and just let it kind of come to you? Usually I'll just start playing with stuff. Um, it depends if if it's the idea has come directly from my head or if I've seen inspiration Inspir- elsewhere. Right. If I find inspiration elsewhere, my first like thought is to try to change up the colors so that way I can start flowing it in my own way. Because uh-huh. if I'm doing colors exactly the same, like I find my look ends up looking very close or nearly identical to what the other person has done through my inspiration. Right. Um, so my first thought is like, okay, how can I change up the colors? Yeah. What, and what's going to complement each other in that regard? Mm. Um, other than that, like a lot of my inspiration I've been getting lately is I have a Twitch channel. So yes. I go live on Twitch and I'll just kind of ask my viewers what they think, what's the next step. Mm. And I'll go from there and really play off of their ideas. That so is so cool. Spot. Oh my God. It's like a choose so your own fun. adventure with makeup. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so freaking cool. I never knew you did that. Oh, it's so fun. It's so Damn. fun. Choose your own adventure. I love that way. With makeup. <laughs> yeah. It's it's perfect. Like, it's like, it's like, what should I do next? Should I do those or those? I don't know. You let them decide? That's yeah. so cool. We'll go from there, which is, it's so fun. And it, it makes the look like completely different than where I would have gone originally because I mean everybody has different ideas right so but that's a lot of fun um I'm just trying to think like there's so like I'm so all over the place with makeup like I love every area of it right yeah there's so many areas but like I feel like with you like the special effects is kind of your passion 
hundred percent. Kind of your area. Do you yeah. ever want to work in special? Like, would you ever want to go oh work for a movie or something? Oh my gosh, my dream. My is dream it? is to go out west and Walking Dead. Uh, hire this girl. Yes. Take <laughs> <laughs> me. Scott Gimple or whatever your name is, if you're listening. Just hire Ashley. <laughs> I'll I'll leave her yeah. info below. You can reach her. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. No, you should go for it though. Uh, it's so you should because you you have a talent, and the thing is too is is like a lot of people might look at your Instagram and just be like, oh, she went to school for it, like she learned how to do that. It's even more inspiring knowing that you taught yourself how to do that. Like, yeah, that's even even because imagine what you could do with more training. You would right? you would and be, that's and I think that's which is a good thing, I guess. Like that is a good thing. I'm really proud for being self taught. Yeah, but that's where I kind of feel more of my fear moves Ah, in I'm like "Hmm, are they going to pick me or are they going to pick somebody with a certificate and for living in Nova Scotia here Uh um for as far as like freelancing and practicing makeup on other people we're not allowed to practice without a certificate without a certificate which is I think kind of I don't know if that's the same for all provinces or in the states or you know wherever but I know here in Nova Scotia I can't physically price my my skills or anything like that or price my um what am I trying to say services yeah Yeah, yeah. price my services um I have to actually just like the only way I could practice makeup like if you came to me I'd be like all right can you you can donate to me right um whatever you think this is but you can't be like these are my services and these are my prices yeah not allowed so you could do makeup for friends yeah definitely yeah but like if you were to say like put yourself out there as a business you would need some sort of certification 100 percent, 100 percent. which is i think it holds definitely holds people back i know it holds me back sometimes like, uh, but at the same time it's not 100 percent necessary there is tons and tons of famous makeup artists if you will that are self-taught that just pushed through the industry put themselves that's out so there. true and it's really just about i think getting past that stage and stepping outside of your comfort zone Oh my, you nailed it. Stepping out of your comfort zone. Because it's it's really nerve-wracking to put yourself out there, no matter what you're doing. And it's just like, yeah, you do see the Jaclyn Hills, you know. no, I don't think she had formal training. Uh, I think she worked at MAC. And I think you get some sort of training from MAC. But I mean, like, yeah. now she has her own makeup brand. Yeah. Like, you, like, you don't have to go the formal route. No. In no. fact... Because even if you go the formal route, you might not have that motivation to actually put yourself out there. Yeah. And not only that, like even with the formal route, like it's not necessarily that you're going to be the chosen one, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. necessarily. Yeah. Does, like it doesn't necessarily matter. It's one way or another, you're going to either make it happen or you're not. Exactly. So true. So do you think that's your end goal to eventually work in special effects? Yes. Oh, that's definitely. So um, I have two sort of end goals. So yeah. I also um, advocate a lot for mental health. Yes. So um, I'm somebody that lives with borderline personality mm. disorder. Um, and I'm really, really passionate about making the world aware of that. Um, I won't get too much into that because I know I want to talk about yeah. makeup. And, and it might be another episode. Maybe you'll come back on. Oh, that could be exciting. Because but, I think that's a very important topic. But something that I really thought about was like, I want to 
end game, I think one thing is to have my own makeup brand. I would like to have my own line of lipsticks. I've dreamed of that since I was first starting to get into makeup and I just, I would love it. It's just the coolest idea for me. So I would like to do something with the brand that incorporates mental health awareness. Oh my God, that's so cool. So I have a couple of ideas, but nothing, you know, pushing through the works yet. Right. Just, just the ideas floating around, but I would love to be able to do that. And then not only that, I think it would be really cool to get into a movie somehow. So to have my work in production. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. The dream. The dream. I think that's one thing that drew me to you too, was the fact that you had these amazing pictures and you were doing this, all this amazing stuff with makeup, but you were talking about stuff that was really, really real and stuff that a lot of people go through. And the combination of that and talking about mental health is extremely interesting to me Yeah, because you're hitting so many different people that way. Yeah, you know what I mean? This is true. And, and it's not a lot of people want to talk about what they struggle with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, it's hard to put yourself over there <clears throat> to be vulnerable. It's scary. It's really scary, especially something like that where it's like, you know, you're diagnosed with something, you have this, and you've lived it, and you've been through it. And it's just like, I do think we are moving into this time where we're being more open about men- mental health, which I think yeah. is great. Oh, it's so important. The only so way important. to break down the stigma is to get that conversation going. It's It's so important. There's no other way to put it. You could do so much cool stuff mixing the two. Like what you just said, like making a makeup line, incorporating mental health into that it somehow, whether that be, I don't even know, like you could donate a certain portion of it to yeah. a nonprofit or well, like. You see, like with makeup, like when you think about makeup, the first thought in your head is definitely not mental illness. Nope. Like not mental health, not mental illness, not your well-being. It's you're thinking about makeup, you're thinking about beauty, you're thinking about what look you're going to create next, not, you know, what's going on inside your head. Uh-huh. And I think that bringing it into this community is something that I'm passionate about because it's not talked about in this community specifically. Like I could for a long time I was interested in fitness and had I have gone a different route with my social media and posted more about my fitness journey or anything like that, you know, there's a closer tie with mental health there. Yes, that's true. Right? Because it's about, it's like wellness. Yeah, and like exactly. health. But people don't realize that like makeup is actually a huge help for anyone who's feeling oh my gosh. depressed or not confident. Like, say what you will. And I know that there's people out there that are like, like you're just covering up stuff and like you're just being, but it's just like if someone is feeling bad about themselves and they're feeling depressed about how they look and they put on a mascara or they put on a lipstick or they put on some foundation that covers, covers what they're insecure about and it makes them feel better. Huge confidence booster. Booster. (laughs) (laughs) It's a huge, it's, it's, you're going to feel better. And you're not really, yeah, you are, you, you're altering it a bit, but you're not hiding it. Yeah. And there's you're, nothing you're, wrong you're enhancing with that. it. Enhancing. That's, That's exactly the exactly word. You're the enhancing word. it. Exactly the word. And then beyond just enhancing your features, like it's art. It's, it's creative. It's, you're, you're in <sighs> your creative element. You can do whatever you want. Like, and you can push, you can really push the limits. There's no yeah. one saying that, you know, it has to be this way push the limits go forward if you want to wear you know blue lipstick wear it if you want to paint your eyebrows orange do it do it like, exactly just push past and for me so. like when I'm in a rut I just like to sit down and just experiment with things and it helps me come out of the rut oh yeah which is huge oh my god it's so it's so fun every day I'm just like what am I gonna do 
other day. Am I going to do something? I mean, usually, I, usually I do what I have now, which is like a warm <laughs> cut crease, like, you know, like light color on the lid. Like I do like the same look all the time, which is why I look up to people like you. Cause I'm just like, it just makes me want to like, you know, do something crazy. <laughs> Put a blue eyeliner on or like oh, something like just get out of that comfort zone. Cause it's so fun. It is so fun. Oh my gosh. It's a blast. It's so like, fun. And you get to do it every day. Like do you, do you do it? Do you wear makeup every day or do, no. do you have days that you're just like, fuck it. I definitely have days where I'm just like, fuck it. I definitely have days where I plan no makeup. Ah, that's um, good. Give yourself a little break. hundred yeah. percent. Especially, especially in the winter. Yes. Um, just my skin gets so dry in the winter. I know a lot of people suffer with the same problems. So, yes. um, just to kind of pull back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Back. That's so true. And I think that's something as you get older, you start really wanting to take care of your skin more and it's what's under that makeup that's going to, 100%. you know what I mean? Like if your skin isn't good under that makeup, it's not going to look good. Yeah, definitely taking care of your skin is so, so important. Oh my it's- God, I could do a whole skincare podcast because I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm amped up about skincare because I just find I'm frustrated right now. I can't find anything that works. Just, you need to keep moving through and I'm experimenting using the, and ex- just trying different things. And I think that's the case with makeup too. I think sometimes people will try a product and they'll be like, I didn't like how it looked. So I just never tried that type of product again. And it's just yeah. like, just try another color or try another formula. Or yeah. like, oh, the like, formula makes such oh, a huge difference. You got to find so something true. that works for you because everyone's skin is different. Yeah. Everyone's skin is different. It's so true. Are you, and you said that your combination. So do you like a dewy foundation? I like a, yeah, I actually I see you have the matte and poreless, I the do. Maybelline one, uh-huh. and that is one of my favorite foundations. But yes. I mix it with the what's it called, dewy, hydrating and smooth. Oh, they because they have a dewy, smooth. they have a dewy formula of the yeah. Femi, right? And I like if you mix the two of them oh, together. I love that oh, it's because so good. I think that gives you the best of both worlds. Yeah. I love mixing a matte foundation and a dewy foundation because really I does. I don't like the look of just flat matte. No, me either. Then I think that's definitely why I'm like a, a highlighter girl because yes. I really like yes. to amp up that wetness. Yeah, yeah. The skin looks so sexy when it's just like glowing. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. So why don't we? How do you? What order do you do your makeup in? Oh, that's a good one. Because um, this is a question that like so I always think about. I always start with brows. I struggle with my brows, so I feel like if I start with the brows, I can clean up any mess Mm -hmm. that I've made. Um, Then I will usually, unless it's a really basic look, if I'm doing something like bigger, I'll do my eyeshadow, my liner, my mascara and stuff before my base. Um, Ah. If I'm doing something basic, like what I have on today is really natural, I did the eyeshadow last. But only if it's basic, just so that I can catch any fallout if there is, like, if I'm using a lot of deeper, bolder shadows. That's true. Um, And then I will go in with, I have a highlight by NYX. It looks like a lipstick. It's in, like, a lipstick tube similar to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just a cream highlighter, and I'll usually put it on before foundation. Ooh, Um, like, so it kind of pops out from underneath? Yeah, exactly. So it's called Away We Glow. Um, There's a pink shade that I use that I find really complimenting to my skin tone. It's called um, Flux, I think. Love a pink um, highlight. 
Yeah. yeah. And I'll put that on and then I'll do my foundation and then I'll do my concealer. I'll set it. And then usually I'll go back in with a powder highlight. Of course. <laughs> of course. It's a highlight sandwich. <laughs> highlight sandwich. hundred yeah. percent. But it really makes a glow. It makes such a difference. Yeah. Um, bronzer, blush. There's no order to those. It really just depends what's closest to my hands. That's so interesting. So like when you do a more dramatic eye or a more heavy eye. You yeah. do the eye first, yeah, and then foundation. Um, yeah. So that's that's interesting. Yeah, and then sometimes that scares me. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I see YouTubers do it all the time, and I get it. It's because you can clean it up mm-hmm. if you get stuff everywhere. Hundred percent. It's sometimes huh. sometimes it's hard to make it look like it's blended into your skin seamlessly, especially if you have you know foundation getting close to your eye shadow. So yeah. what I'll do is the, whatever I've used for a transition shade. That light transition shade, I'll go back over top at the end once I have the foundation on, if I need to, to blend it out. That way it really has that seamless, it's on my skin, it's not just plopped there. getting such good tips here. Because I do, I do foundation always first. Foundation first. I don't know why. I really need to try doing it the other way around. Yeah. But I do, I do the foundation first, then brows, then eyes. And then, like, usually once I smoke out the lower lash, then I'll go in with concealer, which is odd, because I don't do the concealer with the foundation. I wait. But that gives you, like, so you can clean it up at the end, just if you need to. Yeah, and then I go in with the concealer, and I always bake. Always bake. I am a high-maintenance lady. I will always put the powder under my eyes, at least under the eyes, and set everything else with just a powder. But I love baking. What are your thoughts on baking? I don't bake often. When I do bake, it's because I'm doing my eyeshadow after my foundation. Right. Because so then I can brush it, it away. Yeah. I can put the powder there. I can bake while I'm doing the eyeshadow and then brush it away. Yeah. That's but totally fair. I don't bake often. And I don't know. Honestly, I think it's just because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you can. Well, the thing is, too, I think people think that you need to leave it on for like 10 minutes. You don't. Um, I usually leave mine on for, like, I'll put it on, I'll go get dressed, or I'll go, like, put deodorant on, and I'll, like, go do my other things, That's and then sorted. wipe it away. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. And that is it for part one of my episode with Ashley McDonald. Hope you guys enjoyed that. If you did, you will be sure to love part two, which is a deep dive into various products, sort of our favorite products for each type of makeup. So if you're a makeup addict, be sure to check out part two of my episode with Ashley. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Hey, Krista. Hey, Lily. Did you know in your lifetime you'll pass a murderer 36 times? I did. And you know why? Why? Because we're 36 times. A Canadian true crime podcast which covers crimes in the Great White North. Oh, right. Every episode, we focus on a major crime and then we lighten things up with a kooky one. We talk about everything from the criminal justice system itself to animals arguably not doing what they should, bringing you true crime with a shot of maple syrup. Catch our episodes bi-weekly on iTunes or your favorite, that's favorite with a U, podcast app.